0: So, I grew up attending church schools and intermittently attending church. But as I said earlier, I felt no personal relationship with my Father God and I didn't know Jesus as my Saviour. In my late teens, my life spiralled into anorexia and depression. I was hospitalised and dropped out of school. I entered the next 13 years of cycles of hospital admissions. During times of relative stability, I thought that I could improve how I felt by attaining milestones that I'd missed, like getting A-levels or a university qualification. But none of these helped my overwhelming feelings of darkness. I felt hopeless, and I kept returning to hospital. I had years of forced medical treatment, being fed with tubes, repeatedly being kept alive against my will and life felt torturous. I didn't feel that anyone could help me, and I didn't want them to. Occasionally, I tried to pray to a God that I didn't know, but I felt cold, unheard, abandoned, and alone. I now know that none of those prayers went unheard. 18 months ago, stuck in an already four-year-long hospital admission, I again became so unwell that I was transferred to critical care. This time, death was more imminent. My family were told to prepare for me to die. I was cold and dead inside already. I was hopeless, and several medical teams were unwilling to take on my case because of my high risk of death. My sister, who had recently become a Christian, prayed for saving help. Then, by God's grace, another doctor took on my case. It was then, in God's perfect time, that he saved my life physically yet again and he saved my life spiritually. God orchestrated my survival against all physical indications and I experienced the opening of my eyes and my heart to the grace of God in my life. God's hand reached down and grabbed me out of the pit and I was awakened to his presence. Looking back... I see this healing light that flooded into the darkness of my heart. Psychologically and physically, I was barely alive, but spiritually, I was stirred. And as I came out of critical care and I returned to the psychiatric hospital that I was in, in the following months, my desire to know God just grew and grew. I was hungry to read the Bible. I'd read and studied parts of the Bible at school, but now when I read them, I felt that there was something more. One Christian friend described it as a love letter from my father, and this felt fitting. I began to better understand who Jesus is and the gospel message that God sent his only Son to die for the forgiveness of sins, for my sins, for me, so that I can have an unhindered relationship with him. I was encouraged by other Christians, my sister, and friends from local churches who discipled me greatly directing me to scripture and praying with me and for me and answering my questions. Eventually, I was able to go to church with my mom and my sister, and I learned more about Jesus, and I was encouraged by sermons. I was allowed to go to a weekend away with church, and I tasted droplets of heaven, worshipping with so many others, in awe of my God, who saves me and fights for me, and loves me so much that he gave his only son. So I had this hunger for God, and I had this growing knowledge of his word, but I was also changed myself. I had a new hope and a new peace. Inside, I felt a peace and comfort that was unrecognizable, and peace interceded for me at times when peace had always evaded me. I now know that this is the Holy Spirit. He calmed mountains of fears. He intervened in agonizing panics and he delivered me back from angry escapes. So many obstacles continued in my path, but over the next eight months, God carved a way for my move out of hospital to a community specialist care home in Ipswich to begin a new season of my discipleship journey, and I came to Burlington Church. And when I think of the journey that God's taken me on, even in the past year and a half, I see that it's all grace and it's so much learning. Growing with God and building relationships, especially at Burlington in Bridge the Gap, has been transformational. I've come to know safety and belonging and love in this growing God family. Before I knew Christ as my saviour, I was consumed by hopelessness. And I believed a lie that my life circumstances and my despair meant that I'd been forsaken by a God that I didn't feel I knew and I couldn't be accepted by. But as my eyes have been opened to God and to the grace that he gives me through Jesus Christ, I am learning that my failures don't separate me from God. They don't preclude me from his love because the love of my father overcomes. And I am learning that with Jesus there's no condemnation but conviction. And as I turn back daily to God, and repent, he offers me boundless forgiveness and his love is never ending. And as I learn dependence on Jesus, and as I seek and I experience absolute reverence and gratitude for his sacrifice, how he saved me, real love and joy are growing in me. My God, Emmanuel, is changing me. I'm being transformed by the truth that Jesus died for me. So I stand here today, committing my old life to the ground and stepping into this new life, this journey of repentance, of love, of undeserved grace and mercy with my Father God, with my friend and my teacher Jesus and my companion the Holy Spirit. Jesus is the light shining in the darkness and to live in the light is to ask Jesus how to step forward and trust that he is stepping forward with me. To ask God to keep changing my heart, to keep turning back to him, to learn dependence on him, to put on his armor and trust that only he can make me new. I want to grow in love for Jesus. I want to know him better and I want to trust him more. This is my journey so far. This is just the beginning.